Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio. And thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox intuitive astrologer and numerologer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Living Astrology. And I see we have quite a few callers today, and also I've gotten quite a few emails. So I'm going to try to get to everybody's uh, questions today as quickly as I can. Um, But first I wanted to um, just talk really quickly about last night's new moon, or full moon, excuse me. And, uh, you know, for once up here in the Pacific Northwest, I actually got to see the moon. Uh, In fact, for the last several days, it's actually been clear here and so uh, it actually has wakened me up uh, the last uh, few nights. And so anytime I get a chance to, to look at the moon, I really like to just tune in, even though I'm tuning in all the time, but I really like to tune in to what the energy of that moon is bringing. And it occurred to me that an interesting phenomena has been going on for the last several months, and that is that um, typically we have a new moon in a sign, such as, let's say, Aries, And then following it is the full moon in Aries. But right now, things are sort of flip-flopped in that we get the new moon, uh, the new moon, the last one was in Pisces, and then the full moon in Aries. And then next week, or in a week and a half, we'll have the new moon in Aries. And typically what happens then with the new moon, of course, we plant the seeds for what we want to see manifested in our lives. And then at the full moon, we begin to see it come into fruition or uh, a sort of completion, or even we begin to, you know, see how that plan is going to fare. But right now, the way it's been going is that we actually have to do some releasing at the full moon to sort of prepare the ground, uh, if you will, to be planted for what the new moon will be bringing. So interestingly enough, this uh, full moon last uh, yesterday, early morning, on the Pacific Coast, uh, in Libra was for us to begin preparing the ground for what's coming with the new moon, which I think is April 10th, at least on the West Coast here. And so that can sort of bring up some anxieties as we are sort of having to leap uh, into the void or take a leap of faith, if you will, in letting go of certain things in our lives, knowing or intuiting that something new is coming. And uh, so I bet a lot of the questions that I get today are around some of the ways that this energy has been playing out. And because I have a lot of of people on the line and also that had emailed me ahead of time, I'm going to jump right in to the callers that I have on the line. And I think my first caller's name was Rose. Rose, are you there? Hi. 
Hi, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, you are most welcome. This is my very favoriteest thing to do for people. And although I often like to sort of look at the charts a little while ahead of time and just sort of intuit, you know, what's going on with this person, mm-hmm. um, this way I don't have any choice. I just have to run with my intuition, right? I don't get to filter it in any way. Mm-hmm. So your question was basically a general overview. Is that right, or was there something more specific? Um. Yeah, I guess a general overview, anything with regards to love, money, whatever, (laughs) what everybody else wants to know about. (laughs) (laughs) The big ones, yes. Well, interestingly, because your chart uh, is lined up with the the full moon the other day being uh, in Libra, it is in your house of romance and love and joy and creativity and that type of thing. And so the moon, in this case, is probably preparing the ground for some kind of relationship that's coming for you. Uh, are you in a relationship right now, or uh, are you looking to become you know, in- involved with somebody? Yes, I'm looking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's what I would say about this, is that the, the full moon was moving through this part of your chart, and you also, by birth, have Jupiter, the part of fortune, which is where you find joy in the planet. Uh, Earth, and you also have Neptune in this part of your chart. So the moon, after it was full, begins to move forward through Libra and, and starts to initiate contact with these planets. Now, opposing those planets, meaning 180 degrees away, is the lineup of planets that we have in Aries right now, which is Mars, Uranus, the Sun, and Venus. And they're in your 11th house, and I call that house sort of the wish house. And that here's what happens in this part of our lives or in this part of our charts, we get to sort of set the intention for what it is we're looking for. So for you really right now, you're in even what Jan Spiller in her book, The New Moon, would call your power wish period. And that's because the sun is moving through this 11th house for you. So isn't that great? What you get then is to set intentions, very powerful ones that – For instance, you know, you may know that you want to be in a relationship, but what does that mean to you? What does that person uh, look like, act like? What do they value? What do they love? How do they treat you? That kind of thing. Because you want to get clarity uh, in this particular instance, because if you're setting a powerful intention, it's probably a good idea to get what you desire and not just something by default, right? Right. Yeah, so get clear, sweetie. Get very clear. Who do I want in my life? And, I mean, did you ever watch the movie Practical Magic with Nicole Kidman and uh, Sandra Bullock? No, I have not. Ah, well, there's this wonderful scene when Sandra Bullock is a young girl and she's all really upset about love. So she makes, she sets a very powerful intention for what this person would be like in her life. And she thought he wouldn't exist, but she actually released this thought out into the universe And, you know, several years later, this person shows up and everything, all the odd things that she, you know, the quirky things that would be true about this person when he showed up in her life were actually the characteristics this man had. And I I love that because it tells us right here very strongly that we have the opportunity or you have the opportunity to really uh, put to Um, words and pictures who it is that you want to invite into your life. 
and that's a big part of what's going on for you in the in the long run. Jupiter is in your 12th house of fears and limiting thinking, but Jupiter causes us to grow and expand. So what I want you to do is sort of step outside of yourself for a bit. Step outside of what you've usually allowed for yourself in your life and connect with something uh, of a divine nature, meaning go to your God self. And what? how would your God self go about attracting the right person into your life? Does that make sense to you? Yes. <clears throat> Very good. Now, how's your health? Because that's one thing I'm looking at right now. Saturn is moving through your house of health. And do you have a lot of planets there by birth? Are you feeling okay, energetic, or what's I'll going on there? Sick. I don't have health issues. I just have a, a cold right now. That's about it. <laughs> very good, very good. So um, other than that, I think your chart is in really good shape. You do have Pluto moving through your eighth house, which means that you're probably in the midst of some kind of transformational energies over the next several years. Um, and you'd probably have to delve into a full reading in order to find out what that is right. for you, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, Rose. Well, thank you so Great, much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, you're welcome. All right. So I had another caller on the line. Um, that's, uh, let's see, Tony Roberts, right? That is correct. Hi, Tony. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good myself. I'm good, thank you. Um, and I got your birth information in time, so I actually have a full chart here for you. But what I didn't get was your specific question. Is there something in particular you would like me to answer for you? Uh, yeah, it would basically be a career, planet. Okay, good. Those are always good questions. And good mm-hmm. for you because uh, the Sun, Uranus, Mars, and Venus, all four of those planets in Aries, are in your 10th house of career right now and profession. Now, by birth, let's see, how old are you? Okay, so you're, what, (laughs) 40-ish? We won't get the details. Um, But you're at a point in your life where um, you are meant to be gathering all of your authority around you, meaning when I see Aries up at the 10th house, this is somebody who is, very independent in their in their work and often they're entrepreneurs or they're self-employed in something or you find them you know in a management position or in some sort of uh, leadership role and so my question to you would be you know is that what's going on for you right now or are you not satisfied with what you're doing um i was pursuing uh different areas of uh, interest, which were more like in my passion mm-hmm. lane. So, you know, one would be uh, creativity, one would be education. Okay, so are you saying then that you're looking for something new to do that's more in alignment with your passions? That is correct. Oh, good. And what are you passionate about? Uh, writing, uh, uh, working with children. Nice, nice. Now, here's what I can validate for you, is that writing is a very good option for you because your destiny lies in the ninth house, which is our higher mind. And so that whole third house and ninth house is uh, about communication, whether it's spoken or written. In the ninth house, what we write gets published. And Mm. so it's a very 
distinct possibility in this lifetime that you would be able to have some success in that area because your destiny is pushing you in that direction. On top of that, your destiny sits in Pisces, which is a very creative and imaginative sign. And so they're often, well, you're in a position here even of being able to sort of, dare I use the word channel, but sort of tap into your higher consciousness to be able to bring in your creative writing abilities. And writing for children is right up your alley as well because your fifth house of children, um, uh, joy, creativity, and children all lie in the same house. You have Jupiter in and Neptune, which is the ruler of Pisces. So there's sort of an affinity that these planets have supporting you to move forward with that. Now, what I can really tell you here is there's a couple of other things going on in the background. Is Number one, in your 10th house of career, where all those planets are stacked up, the ones that I spoke of earlier, Mars, Uranus, the Sun, and Venus, you have the planet Chiron there by birth. So in a way, there's a wound underneath here about you being able to um, go forward with what it is that you love to do. And I'll tell you how this works out sometimes, is that maybe there was a father figure, a teacher, or somebody in your life that you thought of as an authority figure who might have thought that you needed to do something more concrete, sequential, or, you know, go out there, get a real job, earn a living, you know, doing the things that I did when I was, you know, young, or what have you. And so in some ways you you developed the thought that um, you couldn't go out and pursue a passion that it had to be much more um, concrete and logical. So I'm going to tell you, throw that out the door now, because in reality you're really meant to pursue something far more creative. Mm, okay. And the other thing that's going on in the background for you, Tony, is that Jupiter and uh, Lilith and Ceres, and I'm not going to get into the details too much of the last two, but Jupiter is moving through your 12th house of fear, of limitations, and of even self-sabotage. But Jupiter moving in here is really asking you, very much like my previous caller, to look deeper into yourself, see the divine self within, so that you can actually let go of anything that's been holding you back. Maybe you could even see the truth of yourself, the big T, capital truth, uh, about who you really are. And once you are able to do that, then you can fly. You can just move forward at the speed of light, along the lines of your passion because the energy is here backing you up, particularly when we get into the new moon uh, in two weeks or a week and a half. Okay? Wow, okay. So pursue your dream, let go of fears, release yourself from anything that feels limiting and any ways in which you have self-sabotaged yourself in the past, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for calling in, Tony. Oh, no problem. Okay, so now to carry on here, I also have a couple of people that sent me some really interesting questions. Um, And the first one, uh, I want to talk to Jane. And I don't think Jane actually could call in. So, Jane, if you're listening, and I I think you're still out there because I see your name on the board here, um, I'm going to be addressing your question, which was about selling your house and moving out of the state in the near future. And... You know, it's funny because it seems like the people who are calling in or sending me questions today are um, all either Virgos or Libras. And I I search for patterns in my own head uh, when I do readings like this because 
it seems to me that certain people are attracted to getting answers at certain times. Well, Jane, you fit right in here because, you know, Libra is um, the sign where the full moon was in. And for you, that also means then your chart lines up, like our other two callers, where the potential exists for you to really create right now through intention and setting those very strong uh, heart-centered goals uh, to get them accomplished or to get them um, manifested into your life. Because, again, you have Aries in your 11th house, which, again, Jan Spiller in her book, The New Moon, talks about as the wish house or the power wish period when the sun moves through this part of your chart. So if you want to be selling your house, you set that positive intention. Yes, that the right buyer at the right price at the right time, and that allows you to move on with your dream, which I think you wanted to connect with family and to uh, maybe even connect with uh, a group of people that were more like-minded. And uh, so I'm going to say, yes, this is a great time for you to do this. But first, before you get all excited and gung-ho, sit down and really create. What is it that you want from this? Look at the bigger picture. How do you want this to happen? Because I know sometimes people will get all negative on it and say, oh, this isn't the right time to sell your house or blah, blah, blah. But that's not the truth. That's their truth, perhaps. But that doesn't have to be your truth, okay? And with the full moon at the opposite end of all those planets in your 11th house, that's saying, okay, release anything in the way of you having complete and utter joy and creativity in your life. Because you are the author of your life. Everybody out there listening to me today, it doesn't matter where this is going on in your chart. You are the author of your life. And since I'm on the Authentic You radio network, let's say it this way. You have an authentic role to play. You are the authentic author of your life. So set out to do what you want to do. And I think the world will back you, or the universe, let's say, cosmos, will back you up on this one, uh, Jane, because Pluto is also moving through your eighth house of transformation, a house it rules and one it's very comfortable in. And so we'll see how how much power you bring to bear by setting those powerful intentions. And if you need more information about that, feel free to email me, Jane, because I can tell you uh, the actual name of that book and uh, if you want to read it, because to me it's fascinating. And I think you will be in this power wish period for another couple of weeks. So you have some time to sit down with your husband or significant other and talk about what do we intend and where do we intend on living. That's another uh, uh, question that you could be asking yourself now. All right. Thank you so much, Jane, for sending me your question. I absolutely love answering these questions. And um, I just want to let all the listeners know that if you're struggling with anything in your life right now and need direction, then this is a really great time to get a, a an astrology reading. Because number one, we're in spring, and spring is the beginning of the astrological new year. But secondly, I'm also offering a $75 full one-hour reading of what's going on in your personal chart. So if you'd like to take advantage of that offer, it's good until April 15th, tax day, haha. And you can get a hold of me at Janet at living-astrology.com and schedule that reading. Now, if there are any other callers out there, please feel free to call in and ask your questions at 1-877-296-0345. 
All right, I have another set of uh, questions that were emailed to me. And this one from Sharon. And Sharon's question uh, is, what does the summer look like for fun and romance? And uh, her birthday, Sharon, uh, was just on March 22nd, so just last Friday, I guess. So this is a perfect time to ask that question, uh, mostly because as I look at your chart anyway, it seems to me that you have a lot of planets lined up in your fifth house and fourth house, fourth house and fifth house. The sun and Mars, mostly the ones that are playing here, are in Aries in your fifth house, and that is the house of play, creativity, romance, and joy. So perfect question for you as this is being hit right now by all the planets in Aries. And again, those were Uranus, Mars, the Sun, and Venus. Venus rules love, and Mars rules sexuality and those uh, the male dynamic or the male energy. So does it look like you're going to have fun and romance this summer? I would find it hard to believe that you would not be able to create that, <laughs> if that helps. Um, for you as well, I did a birthday chart because your birthday was just last week, and it showed me that a lot of emphasis for you this coming year, and a birthday chart for, for my listeners out there is really set for the time that the sun comes back to the exact degree it was in uh, at your birth, and um, that ends up showing me some of the themes and ideas that will be coming up for you over the course of the year. And for you, um, Sharon, there was a lot of planets lined up in your 10th house of career that were affecting your 4th house. And I know uh, age-wise you're probably thinking, well, I don't really have a career, but there's probably an avocation or something that you love to do or something that um, you can put to work for yourself out there in the world. So be thinking along those lines. And you as well on your birthday had a lot of energy moving through the 11th house of setting intentions and of looking at what do I want to create in my life. So take the time to do that for yourself because you're still in the timeline of your birthday where this is very possible to do. Uh, overall, the rest of your chart looks pretty good at the moment. There's nothing um, really impeding your progress in finding fun and joy in the summertime. Um, so I say, you know what, go out there and play. And, and have a good time when you're doing that. All right. Now, let's see. Do I have any other callers on the line here? I think there was um, Carolyn. No, not Carolyn. Deborah. And Deborah, I didn't exactly get your question. So, um, so I will I will email you uh, your information. Okay. So don't worry if I don't get to it here on the phone. Um, I do have another question that it seems to me must be big out there for people because I probably got four or five different um, emails along the same lines. Maybe the wording was different, but for the most part, people are saying this. I seem to be at a standstill in my life, blah, 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 fill in the blanks. And basically a sense of, you know, they have all of this energy around trying to get something done or, or moving toward doing something, yet they are unable to really see what that is yet. So I want to talk to, uh, to that for a few moments because um, this energy is really still sort of at the effect of the planets having come through Pisces uh, back a few weeks ago in uh, March 
uh, before March 12th when, when the sun, and, or March uh, 12th when the moon and Mars actually moved into Aries and changed the dynamic. So some of you may feel like you're revving up, you know, that there's something you really want to do. Um, you're not maybe sure exactly what that is. Uh, or maybe you do know, but some things are still holding you back from being able to do that. So I want to assure you all that this energy will fundamentally change as soon as we get to the new moon in Aries. So remember earlier in uh, our conversation today where I said that we are backwards sort of in the phenomenon of the new moon not preceding the full moon like usually. Um, It is the opposite. So our full moon comes along. And so for a lot of you, what you're doing right now is looking at what it is that needs to be let go of And that might be a belief, it might be a person or a relationship, it could be an emotional attachment, but what is it that I can release so that when I do get to the um, new moon in Aries, that I am clear to plant a new seed. So at that point is when we're going to see this energy shift. And it'll be a really beautiful time because it'll inject a lot of energy into the system, if you will. And it will actually begin to, where you'll begin to see the results of some of the things that you've planted. Now, this particular um, setup that we're experiencing, where the full moon comes first and then the, the new moon follows, is in effect until we get into August. And at that point, then we'll go back to our usual way where we have the new moon in the sign and then we have the full moon uh, in, in the same, or the full moon in the opposite sign, but the sun will still be in the same sign, giving us that normal feel of how things go. And, you know, just as a reminder, at the spring equinox last week, we set into motion two interlocking yods, and we talked a lot about that last week during our spring equinox call. Um, about how these interlocking yods show us places where we need to be able to sacrifice maybe some attachments to things being the way they used to be, and or we need to adjust our energy to be able to match up to what it is we're trying to create. The, uh, The yod, if you'll remember back, is a formation where we have a very solid base between two planets, And it forms an isosceles triangle, one with a very steep point leading up to uh, the third planet. And the first yod that's in play right now is pointing up at Jupiter, and the second yod is pointing up at Saturn. And, you know, these two planets are pretty much opposites of each other. Jupiter is all about growth and, you know, expanding outward. And, and Saturn is more about keeping things contained, you know, staying within boundaries and being focused and persevering, sort of holding the course. So I think that's also a part of why we might feel we're sort of at a standstill because we haven't really gotten clear yet on what direction we're heading. And I swear to you, I really, really swear to you, this will start to change as we get further into April. And um, I I almost think that people will be asking me, whoa, when's the energy going to slow down as we get further into the spring? Because one after another, things are going to be happening. The inner planets changing signs, moving into Taurus, uh, the eclipse later on in the month, and then in May, uh, a whole other host of, of energetic things happening. So trust me when I say, enjoy the standstill right now. Use this opportunity as a time to get clear. 
What is it that you want to create? What direction do you want to go? What can I let go of that no longer serves me? And, you know, maybe what other uh, issues are at my core that still needs to come up and be cleared so that I can move forward? Okay? Always know there's a purpose to everything that's going on, and if you need help, please do not hesitate to reach out. Send me questions for the radio show. We're actually going to be doing another uh, call-in show on April 11th, and that is actually the day after the new moon. So I would be really happy if you people send me your questions or even your comments about how you feel the energy shift at that point in time. I will really be happy to hear that. All right, so we are getting close to winding down our time together today. And so I just want to tell you a little bit about next week's show. Uh, Next week we will actually be talking about the energy of the new moon, and that's because the new moon happens April 10th, and my show is actually April 11th. And so I want to be able to, on the April 4th show, be able to tell you what's coming up for that new moon in April because I really see this as an important time uh, that's coming up in our future. And um, if you have questions about the new moon or if you would like a new moon chart ready for you, then please email me at Janet at living-astrology.com. Give me your birth date, your birth time, and birth place, and I will have your new moon chart ready for you that day and we'll go over it. All righty. And please, please, please remember we have lots of wonderful um, radio hosts on the Authentic You uh, Radio Network. So check it out at AuthenticUradio.com and see what other wonderful shows you might want to listen in on. Thank you all for being with me today and have a stellar week. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at Janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.